Huzzah! I'm Spider, and welcome to the Jacks Rangers and New England Free Jacks podcast. And here is your host, Phil Harris. Yeah! Huzzah, Rangers. This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers show. Welcome to episode 57. We're calling this one Way Too Early Part 1. This and every episode is brought to you by Storm Along American Hard Cider. Real craft cider made in Massachusetts. All of their ciders are made with 100% high-quality, fresh-pressed, locally-sourced apples. Taste the Stormalong difference and get your hands on some today. Use promo code TJRS for 10% off your first online order at their website, stormalong.com, or check out their locator to find realtors near you. Rangers, the MLR schedule has finally been released for 2023, and you know what that means. The season is inching closer. We can almost see it on the horizon as we ride along here at the Jacks Rangers show. In this episode, we are speaking to Jason Patras, who is the heir apparent to Bodine Waka's number 10 shirt. The fly half hails from New Zealand. He's been playing an NPC for a very long time. Super excited to get him stateside to see what he can do in that number 10 jersey. Really enjoyed our conversation with Jason. Also, with the season schedule being released, Bozo, Dan from Quincy, and myself sat down down and did our way too early win-loss predictions going game by game to determine what we think the regular season record for the Free Jacks will be and we also threw in there our dream away trip. So that is what's in store for this episode 57 here. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Let's kick that MFN mule. Hit that theme music, baby. Woo! Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers Show. I am joined this time around with some unfamiliar faces. We've got Dan from Merrimack. He does the Let's Freedom Rings uh, podcast and show on Merrimack Public Television, who's joining us. The Outriders could not make it to guest host, so we got the next best guy, Dan from Merrimack. How the hell are you, pal? I'm good. I'm good. Show's going good, you know. um... Good. We, we covered Woodstock 99 uh, with an actual person that was there uh, the other day. Nice. Uh, nice. And, you know, just playing a lot of softball and uh, living the dream, you know. That's awesome. It, I saw it, those stickers in the background, man. The, the, the oh, Jack's Ranger show is awesome. You, huh? you yeah, can see some of them, but, yeah, no, we always we always rock. We go on, on live Appreciate stream. We're, we're rocking the, the Jack's Ranger Appreciate show. It. So, no, that, We've that's got coming. A- We've got a very special guest this time around joining us all the way from New Zealand in the future. It is Sunday afternoon there. Jason Patras. Jason, how the hell are you, my friend? Good. Thanks, fellas. Um, Pleasure to be on your, your show. Yeah, man. Uh, appreciate you being on here. We really appreciate it. You know, you've been very generous with your time. So we uh, want to get this uh, questions thrown at you. For the folks that don't know, Jason recently signed on to join the Free Jacks in 2023. Jason is a 30-year-old fly half from New Zealand who has been playing with Taranaki since uh, 2018. How's the weather down there in New Zealand? Uh, it's a beautiful day today. Um it's, it's normally pretty nice in old Taranaki. I'm um, not sure if you, anyone of you have been here, but no, it's a beautiful day. 
No, uh, we interviewed Stan the Man Vandenhoven a couple months back, um, and he says he was really enjoying it down there prior to the injury. But uh, let's talk also, are you from that area, or a, a town in Taranaki? Yeah, so I'm originally from Stratford, which is about uh, 30 minutes south of um, New Plymouth. So okay, raised there and moved up here when I was about 19. So is uh, New Plymouth like the, the most populous area for that uh, province there? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. the main the main city here. Um, gotcha. Most teenagers sort of move up here. It's just a bit more to do. Right, right. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, we know that rugby is the national sport of New Zealand, right? I mean, everybody. I think everybody knows that with the All Blacks being so famous worldwide. Uh, when did you realize you wanted to be a professional rugby player? Normally, we ask people what's their origin story with rugby, but with you, I'm sure it's you know very, very early on. on. So I wanted to ask. When did you realize you wanted to be, or you could be a professional rugby player? When did you realize you kind of had the skill for it? Um, probably when I was about 17 or 18. Um, I did play it like since I was young, but sort of made first 15 for my college in town and made a few um, teams from it. So that was probably my first real, I guess, idea that I could potentially have a crack at turning professional or attempting to. Um, but yeah, I was a bit of a, a late bloomer um had a few injuries when i was younger so decided i went down a bit of a different track and got my building apprenticeship a qualification okay. then sort of oh, about 24 i decided i'll have to give it one more good crack at trying wow. to make footy huh. yeah, it was a bit of a late but i wouldn't have had it any other way really how, very you know, cool. I, I just want to ask how who got you into it like how did you decide that you even wanted to play rugby in the first place? um well my dad played Rugby and used to take me to a lot of games growing up, so sort of just yeah, natural thing. A lot of my mates played and played it at um, primary school on the on the fields and that. So it was really the only sort of main sport I played when I was young. Very good. Um, so let's talk about uh, Taranaki, right? So you've been playing for the with them for quite a while now at that level, the NPC level. We know that a lot of Jacks played uh, and have, excuse me, played for the uh, Taranaki. So a lot of Free Jacks fans have paid attention to them in the NPC this past season. Um, you know, three Free Jacks on the roster at the very beginning of the season. That includes Jesse, the Pest Peretti. Uh, did those guys uh, help recruit you to New England? Was that something that they, you know, spoke highly of to the, the squad there and that kind of got you interested? Yeah, I'm not too sort of sure how it came about. Whether they put in a few good words for me. Um, yeah. But now they've, everyone I've spoke to from the um, Taranaki team, Jesse and Millsy and that, they speak very highly of the Free Jacks. So um, made an easy decision really to, to come on board and, yeah, I personally just can't wait to sort of rip in, really. Hell yeah, we're we're excited to get you over here. Um, I wanted to ask you, since you know it has been announced that the pest will not be returning to the Free Jacks, so do you have any good Jesse Peretti stories? I'm sure there's there's quite a few out there. Yeah, there's, there's a few. I won't sell them out, but um, now there's definitely <laughs> a few. He's a, he's a good lad. He um, pest is a brilliant name for him. Actually, he's um pretty entertaining. Yes. For sure, yeah. We we saw him, and I can't remember the specific game, but he, he took a player's uh, boot and threw it about 20 yards uh, <laughs> while in play. So that was pretty wild. You don't really see that too often here in the MLR. I almost said MLS. Why the hell did I say that? Uh, yes. 
watch that. It's territory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit different, right? I did want to also yeah. mention, I didn't get to this at the very beginning of the show, shame on me, but this episode is sponsored by Storm Along, American Hard Cider, the unfiltered variety. I'm actually going to open this bad boy up because it's Saturday night here, folks, in New England. Absolutely delicious. <clears throat> uh, well, so what was so appealing about MLR? Why is it so appealing for uh, NPC guys to come over to MLR, you think? Um, well, it sort of it works quite well with NPC. You know, you can sort of play the two seasons, which makes it quite appealing. But mm-hmm. America is such an awesome place. Um, there's so much to do. And yeah, I think it's pretty cool that obviously the MLR has been going for a few years now and it's just going to get better and better. And it's, I think it's just exciting to, you know, different place to play footy and, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely up and coming. So it's it's awesome to to be a part of. Yeah, that's great. We've heard quite a from a, quite a bit of players in New Zealand and other places that one of the attractions, one of the big draws of coming over here is just seeing the destinations, going to the away games, and seeing the other cities within the United States, getting that experience. So that's pretty cool. Um, what has your conversations with General Manager Tom Kindly and Head Coach Scott Matthew been like? Um, yeah, they've been awesome. Um, they're both top blokes. They've um, mm-hmm. any questions they're happy to answer, but most importantly, they what I've had with my um dealings with them is that they care a lot about their players and they like to make sure you're pretty well settled everything around you. So then when you're playing footy, it's that's sort of the easy part. So now the um, top lads have been really helpful for myself and my family. So now I've got a lot of time for them and I look forward to actually meeting them in person. and yeah, develop, developing our relationship. So, mm. yeah, they're absolutely top guys. Go ahead, Dan. I was gonna say, has it been more like Zoom conversations and stuff like that? Like, like kind of like what we're doing right now. Yeah, just just mainly through Zoom. Um, I've probably spoken about three three times each, and I'm sure there'll be a lot more when it gets close to the season. But now they're very very open and always um keen for a chat if I have any questions. So now they've been awesome. That's great. Uh, I wanted to ask you, you know, Mike Rogers is also an assistant coach for the Free Jacks. He is a New Zealander. Um, have you had any ira- interactions with him prior to joining the Free Jacks? Did you know about Mike? No, I didn't actually. Um, I might have come across him, but yeah, not personally, but I've had um, one brief chat with him. And he, no, he's a good rooster, so he'll be, um, and I'm looking forward <laughs> to connecting with him and getting to know him a bit better. He, um, he sounds pretty hard case, so no, he's, he'd be good to be around. It's interesting, Jason, that you said rooster because my college team, the University of South Carolina Fighting Gamecocks, which is a rooster, is playing right now against Texas A&M. Oh. It's a huge college football game, and we're actually in the lead for the first time. We've, we've played them for like, I don't know, 10 years straight, and we haven't beaten them ever. So uh, hoping yeah. that that uh, mention is good luck for the rest of the game there. Um, I'm going to ask you, ask you one tough question, and this is it, okay? Yeah. Um, you play the same position as the departing MVP of the entire league and a fan favorite of the Free Jacks, a guy by the name of Bodine Waka. Not sure who that is, but, you know, <laughs> uh, the fans are uh, <laughs> naturally going to compare you to him when you step foot on the pitch there at Fort Quincy. It's just it's just one of those things, right, that's going to take place. Um, do, do you embrace that type of competitive pressure, or do you kind of say it's, it's no big deal, you just kind of shrug it off? Yeah, I guess it's. That's there's always going to be external noise. Obviously, when you're coming in replacing an awesome player like Wax, but yeah, it doesn't really phase me. You know, end of the day, I can only work hard and do my best, and yeah, hopefully everyone in, enjoys the way I play, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I can do really. Just make sure I'm doing my best, and yeah, that's just whatever happens on the footy field happens really. For sure, yeah. 
I, I don't want to phase you in any way. Don't think about that. We want <laughs> right, you coming out yeah. and just nailing what you do. It's <laughs> yeah. a great way to put it, Dan. You know, just play your game, and I'm sure that the fans at Fort Quincy will fall in love with you for sure. Uh, what's your impressions, actually, of Fort Quincy, which is the, where the Free Jacks play, and also the Free Jacks fans? Have you been able to watch any of the uh, the highlights or any of the games since you've signed yeah. on? Yeah, I've probably, to be fair, in the last few weeks, watched basically every game from last year, like the highlights on nice. YouTube, just getting a bit of a, a feel for what I'm in for. And, um, yeah, it, it looks an awesome atmosphere, to be fair. Like, it looks sounds pretty loud. The fans interact quite well with the players, and, yeah, they get behind it. So I'm sure it'll be a little, an awesome buzz once I arrive and get on the field there. Oh, hell yeah. You know, we we try to have some of the best fan atmosphere in the entire, entire MLR, and I think we're being successful at that. I think we're top three for yeah. sure. We want to be that number one spot, uh, and it takes all of us together to yell as loud as yeah. possible and hold up signs and do all that sort of stuff. You know, we're getting better and better at that as each game goes on. So very proud of that uh, fact, of course. Um, for a team that is known for their players having outrageous hair, you're coming yeah. into the squad without hair. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I have a similar buzz cut going on myself right now. So I, I generally yeah. do myself. There you go. Saving money on way forward. <laughs> Any ideas of eye-catching facial hair, perhaps, uh, for the season coming up? Um, yeah, I don't really. I sort of just run with the straight beard, to be fair. I don't really um, mm -hmm. attempt any new styles, but you never know. I'm sure I could attempt something. Yeah, try the Hulk Hogan thing, man. That might work for you. You never know. Uh, that could be very uh, trademarkish. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, everybody would know you as the Hulk Hogan player in in uh, MLR. Yeah. There you go. Do you know? Um, who, you know who Hulk Hogan is, right? Of course, yeah. everybody knows who okay. Hulk Hogan is. Because yeah. I'm just saying there could be. You know, we're living in a different generation right now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> One of the most famous like, wrestlers of all time. WWE growing up, so there you go. Us you too. Us the, too you can see in the background. Uh, yeah, there's yep. plenty of uh, merchandise there. <laughs> <laughs> More of a WCW guy myself, but you know it is what it is. Oh. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about. Actually, we're going to play a little fun game here with you, Jason. We've been yeah. doing this with all of our international players that come from different places, uh, and you're going to be our New Zealand representative for this one. So to help the Rangers out there. Um, you know, learn a little bit more about your homeland of New Zealand, I'm going to ask yep. you some questions, okay? Some of them are true or false. That'll come at the end. Uh, the first couple are just straightforward questions, okay, about New Zealand. Yeah. Yep. So what is the only native land mammal in New Zealand? There's only one native land mammal. Do you know what it is? Kiwi. It is not. It's actually bats, believe it or not. Uh, bats yeah. are the only native land mammal to New Zealand pretty wild one thing about bats too i just want to say if you've actually seen their face they're pretty adorable <laughs> they are kind of cute right? <laughs> I just want, I just want to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so the next one is the longest name in any english-speaking country is a maori hill in hawks bay do you have any idea how many letters are in the name of that hill oh rough guess 17 it's actually much longer than that. I actually pulled it up. The sign itself is absolutely huge. It's 85 letters or characters, however you want to put it. 85 letters for the name of this hill. It's insane. You have to look it up. It's uh, Maury Hill um, in Hawke's Bay. 
So for the folks out there, go ahead and Google that. Check that out. It is pretty wild. <laughs> that they, it's it's crazy. It starts with a T and it ends with a U. I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but 85 <laughs> letters. Insane. The next one on here is kind of a bit of a curveball question. Uh, there's two official languages in New Zealand. Maori is one of them, of course. What is the other? Do you know? European? No, it's sign language. English is spoken most, but it's not an official language of New Zealand. So Maori and sign language are, are the official languages of New Zealand. We've got two uh, true-false questions for you, and then we'll move yeah. on. The next one is... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there. We've got two more for you. Uh, true or false? There are more Scottish piping bands in New Zealand than Scotland. Oh, is that a trick one? Yeah, that feels like a trick question right there. Very true. <laughs> it is true. It's true. Yeah. So there's more Scottish piping bands in New Zealand than Scotland. Who knew? Um, the last one here is true or false as well. There are no snakes in Scot. Uh, excuse me. Why don't I say Scotland? Uh, New Zealand. No skate. Uh, no skate. Uh, no snakes in New Zealand. True or false? True. It is true. There's no native snakes in New Zealand. Also in Ireland. Yeah, I guess uh, the uh, the saints, the you know, scared them away or whatever the the saying is. <laughs> um, have you been to any other states? Or excuse me, have you been to the states at all? Um, and what was your experience like if you have been? No, I haven't. Really. Um, been look waiting for this opportunity. So I'm sure I can tick a lot of places off I've been to over there. A lot of the guys really enjoyed the state of Texas. Uh, Austin, when they go to that away game last year, a lot of them talk about how they really enjoyed it. Obviously, New England in the wintertime, not that great, very cold, very snowy, uh, but the people are very uh, resolute and very tough because of that. So um, I've, that's that's it for my questions. Uh, for the most part, I'll let uh, Dan from Merrimack take it away here. I appreciate your time. All right, Jason, we'll ask you some fun questions here, just trying to get to know you a little bit. Uh, let the fans know who you are. Um, do you have a uh, favorite uh, guilty pl uh, pleasure television show? Guilty pleasure. Oh, it's a go to. Not if it, it if it's it could be reality TV, we're fine with that. <laughs> no, nah, <thanks>, <laughs> the only good one probably Home and Away, which is actually an Australian uh, program. So sometimes I watch that, but. I'm not a big TV fan, to be fair. So, okay, what what do you watch generally, if you're going to uh, watch TV or movies? Probably or it is. NBA and golf, to be fair. Big on sports. Really? So, yeah, probably those you two. Celtics guy. Do you like the Celtics or what? Are, what team do you like in the? NBA? Um, I sort of follow players, but I definitely do like the Celtics. I'm enjoy looking forward to getting to a few games once I'm over there. Um, very good. A bit great game. answer last year in the finals but i'm sure they'll bounce back we'll get we'll get you in there we'll get you in there obviously celtics we love that um gotta ask this now do you guys celebrate a lot with halloween in uh new zealand uh no to be fair not Is really not a big not a big thing no. there or um well it might be for some people but for me it's i haven't really yeah not know too much about it but yeah, I don't think they do the costumes or trick-or-treating there. Uh, yeah, it's more of like a, a North American type of tradition. Okay, what do, do you know anything about Halloween? If you do, what is something that you would like about it? Oh, 
Probably the candy. Perfect answer. Yeah, that's, that's what fair the Eagles, enough. That's I think it's as simple as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Um, on, yeah, definitely <laughs> the candy. All right, now you are going to be coming to New England. You're from New Zealand. Um, what is something that you know? I get it's a two part question actually. What is something you already know about New England? Um, it's cold in the winter, um, but I know that they've got a lot of sporting teams to follow there. So I'm definitely looking forward to getting involved in that. And there's a lot of things to do. So I look forward to filling my day up and getting around the place. Learning a lot about um, New England. Now, now we got a guy here that used to play here. Now he plays in Florida where he went to retire. He's an old man. Um, but we worship <laughs> him. Uh, do you know who that man is? Nah, I don't, sorry. He's the GOAT of the NFL. Uh, oh, the Patriots, the old um, um, Tom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. so I got, uh, what I do got... you th- he got the first name. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yep. Tommy boy. Um, what, what do you think will be the best part about living in new England? Um, oh, that's a good question there. Um, probably just experiencing the whole lifestyle there would be quite nice. Um, it's obviously definitely going to be a lot different to what I'm used to. I'm not a well-traveled person, so it'd be a big change for me, but yeah, I look forward to getting involved with a lot of things over there and, making sure I learn everything about the place and see it as well. Not just park up at home and watch and then play footy. So, (laughs) yeah, it definitely won't be the traffic. That will not be the, uh, the main highlight. Trust me on that one. Um, (laughs) If you're, if you're going to be driving, you got to be very uh, aggressive. Trust me on that. Um, I moved up here 12 years ago and back home where I'm from in the South, like it's very defensive driving. You know, everybody's like, we're just going and going and it is it is balls to the wall in new england baby they they everybody goes 20 miles over the speed limit on the highway it is wild <laughs> i might i don't think i'll be driving too much i might yeah. rattle me a bit there. yeah <laughs> uh i gotta ask you this um do you have favorite uh musical artists is there anything that you're listening to right now that you're really into or that you've always been into um yeah, a little bit. Uh, just local uh, band 660, so I'm quite big on them. Um, not sure if you've heard of them over there. So they're just no, but of, promote uh, them, yeah. Yeah, no, they're outstanding. So <laughs> I sort of bounce around a lot of music, to be fair. I don't really have a specialised in um, any, any of them, so whatever's going is good enough. <laughs> Anything in the States that you've ever noticed that you like? Anything... Uh... You know, pop culture uh, bands in uh, in this area at all? Or uh, no, not too much. Like I say, I sort of just whatever's chucked on, I'm happy with. So, um, right. but nah, yeah, nothing in particular to be fair. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Now, all right. If I'm if I'm looking at you and I'm asking you this, we got a lot of sports in the world. You need to tell me why rugby is the number one sport in the world. Um, I know this is on the spot here. This this why this is great here. <laughs> uh, it's physical, so you can take your frustrations out on other people without getting in trouble. <laughs> a great way to put it, Jason. Very good. Um, but yeah. All right. Oh, no, uh, 
is that going to wrap up uh, your questions there, Dan? Yeah, yeah, that's what I okay. had. Perfect. Do you like any scary movies, Jason? What's your favorite scary movie? Are you a scary movie guy? Not really, but I have watched like the scary movies and that, but wouldn't say I'm massive on it, but I All did right. it a little bit, but not too much. I can tell you, you, you should avoid Halloween ends. Trust me on that. The new Halloween is not very good. <laughs> I reviewed it last That's, night. It wasn't pretty. I, I, I watched your review. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, it was not very good. Uh, so just keep that in mind. I did want to go ahead and uh, run this by you, Dan. Dan from Merrimack, we got a question for you here. Is that White Claw in that mug? That's from uh, Kevin. Yeah, that's from Kevin. Um, <laughs> I drafted him for the Fall Classic. Uh, great guy. Uh, Kevin, it's none of your business what's in the mug. But, yeah, yeah, it is White Claw. That makes me feel better. And uh, our buddy Dave McVeigh, Big Brain Dave, always helping us out here. The Outriders were unavailable, and ste Dan stepped in to help out. Phil has been on Dan's show in NH local television. That is absolutely correct. Yeah. Dave, as you normally are, I really appreciate uh, Dan coming on here and helping out. Um, Jason, I've got one more thing for you, but before we get to that, I wanted to kind of open the floor. You know, we like to call the Free Jacks fans Rangers on this show. Do you have any message for the Rangers out there now that you've been signed on and will be joining the Free Jacks next year? Yeah, just that I'm looking forward to meeting everyone personally and I'm looking forward to hearing your support and most importantly, looking to make sure us as a t the Freejects team perform well for you guys, and hopefully we can um, go all the way. But there's a lot of yeah. hard work goes in before the season starts, so we'll make sure we're ready and <laughs> play some good footy for you, eh? Absolutely. I think the goal should be, you know, previously I was saying last year, let's just get to the playoffs and see what happens. But now that we lost in, uh, you know, the, the conference finals to our hated rival, I think we need to get to the the final game, the conference, uh, the championship game um, and see what happens at that point. You know, it's, at that point, it's a 50-50 coin toss. And absolutely, the fans deserve a championship shield back home in Quincy. I think that would be fantastic, but uh, we'll see how it shakes out. Uh, Jason, I'm sure you'll be a big part of that. Um, final thing here is our storm along one word association. Okay. So I'm going to say one or two words. And the first word that pops in your mind after I say that word, let me know what it is. Okay. Yep. All right. So the first word is going to be New Zealand. Home. Boston. Celtics. <laughs> All right. Rugby. Uh, awesome. All right. Uh, Australia. Ugh. Rivals. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is All Blacks. Uh, dream to play for them. Hell yeah. Okay. And the final one is the Free Jacks. Uh, oh, uh, Championship. <clears throat> yeah, championship. There you go. We're going to say it for you, Jason. Championship. That's what we're looking for here. Um, I, I said that was the last thing. I, I you know, I, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but the very last thing, because I forgot the other thing, is going to be give us your best Boston or American accent to get you out of here. You got one oh. for us? That's <laughs> oh. rattled me. Um, I don't got too much for you. I, I might need to, to live there for a while, and then I can get back to you on that. Dan is a native uh, New Hampshireite. So, Dan, can you give him like a sentence that maybe he can mimic? Park your car in Harvard Yard. But we don't talk like that in New Hampshire. But that's, you probably deal with that when you're in Massachusetts where you're probably going to live. Yep. Um, that's uh, kind of how they talk. 
He's probably going to be in Dorchester. I'm a wicked Red Sox fan. Wicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just take notes, Jason. You know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll probably check back with you in mid-season, let's say, and, and then you'll be able to give us uh, an excellent sentence in the uh, the Boston accent. How about it? Yeah, I can try my beer. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's all we're looking for, my friend. Uh, with that being said, um, we like to say one word to get out of here. Thank you, by the way, for coming on. And thank you, Dan, for being here. Dan from Merrimack. Uh, all of y'all are very gracious with your time. It's a Saturday night for us here. So I appreciate y'all coming on. Uh, we say one word to exit the video. I said it at the very beginning. It's the word huzzah. And we're going to say it in three, two, one. Huzzah. Huzzah. Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers Show. I am joined with two out of the three Outriders. We've got Bozo6, Chris Lind, and also Dan from Quincy, a.k.a. David Lawrence from the Scrum of the Earth podcast. Boys, how the hell are you? Doing good, Phil. Hanging in here down in the bunker. It's starting to get a little cold up in the Great White North. Mm -hmm, sure is. I've developed a little cough. Uh, it seems like it's going around. We got a threatening email from my kid's teacher yesterday saying, by the way, your kid's probably going to get sick soon because we're all inside and all our immune systems are crap because of the last couple of years. But anyway, keep it on, keep it on. Hang in there, pal. So I uh, just wanted to let everybody know that it is now the beginning of the preseason. I think it's officially fair to say that the preseason season, if you will, has officially started because the release of the schedule for MLR has come out about two days ago. And I think everybody's really fired up from that. You know, prior to that, it was like a very cold and dark period for the Free Jacks and just MLR fans in general, uh, a long offseason that we have to endure. But finally, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and that light happens to be lit by a lantern, ladies and gentlemen, and that is the Free Jacks. We are Free Jacks fans. If you guys don't know, if somebody's randomly somehow found this channel, uh, we are Free Jacks fans, proud Free Jacks fans, season ticket holders, founding members, all of that. So the purpose of this gathering of the Outriders this episode is to discuss. Actually, uh, Chris Lind is kind of kind of cueing me in on something. I forgot to mention that this is a Storm Along unfiltered interview here. He's wearing the shirt. I'm holding the can. Everybody get yourself some Storm Along unfiltered for the fall season, the autumn season, if you will. But the purpose of this particular interview is to discuss really two things. We want to talk about the gut reaction, the way too early predictions for our free jacks now that the schedule has been released. In addition to that, you know, now we get to kind of figure out what away games we want to go to because free jacks fans, I think we're slowly becoming uh, just in general, the uh, MLR fans around the league are realizing that free Jacks fans travel pretty well, especially to New Jersey. Um, we've had fans go all over the country last year. Shout out to our boy, Lieutenant Colonel Kenny, who seemed to go to every single away game last year. I know that he's planning on going to quite a few of them as well this year. So we like to be well represented. Um, uh, so we'll talk about the away trips, our ideal or dream away trip as well. So I wanted to kick this thing off and talking about the schedule. Um, doing that, I wanted to mention that Bozo6 here, our, our very own Nostradamus himself here, has talked about, you know, and I posted this on social media, the first thing that we said, or his initial reaction was 16-0, and and the Jacks go into the playoffs and win the entire Shield. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit more, Bozo? Yeah, the schedule came out, and I sat there, and I stared at it for like seven minutes, and it was just like I couldn't see any other way around it. It's 16-0. and It's undefeated. We're we're winning the shield. That's that's it. 
It really didn't love- take much thought. I didn't pay attention yeah. to anybody else's signings. I don't really care what anyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's 16 and 0. I love the optimism for sure, man. I I, I have a feeling that you're not going to stick to that uh, the entire no. schedule as we go down through it. But I love the optimism. It got me fired up, to be honest with you. When you initially said that, I was like, hell yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Dan from Quizzy, what was your initial thoughts? Not getting into any type of uh, win-loss prediction. What was your mm. initial thoughts when you saw the schedule real quick? Uh, looks favorable. We, we get to pet mm-hmm. the puppies in mm-hmm. uh, week seven. That'll be nice. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sure. we also have DC a couple of times, which should be nice. And, um, we get to be at home for Dallas. Yes. So yep. we got some, you know, we got some very winnable games. I'm not going to say 16 or no. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's bad luck for a, a new England team to go 16 and 0 and then head to the playoffs. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, that's soon. true. I forgot soon? about Is that. Too soon? I was in college when that happened. That? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 18 wins, one giant loss. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Man. Bummer. Bummer. Tyree bummer. Catch. But I'll tell you what, you right. mentioned the puppies, and, and today was announced that the Chicago team is called the Hounds, uh, kind of like that Irish wolfhound type of vibe. A lot of the ownership is happens to be Irish. Obviously, Chicago, a big Irish town. So I think they hit a home run in the sense – when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, I'm not a big fan. But I saw the logo, very Game of Thrones-esque. We posted two different uh, memes about that, just kind of throwing some shade a little bit. You know, we like to talk a little shit around here. But uh, overall, I think it's a, it's a good brand. I like the colors. Um, happy for them to be in the league. They, they needed to have a Midwestern team, and now we have it at MLR. So that's super exciting. But um, you know, when we first saw the schedule, I mentioned uh, I, I messaged you, I texted you, Dan, and said, um, you know, Dallas at home too easy, right? I mean, that, that's a that's de- that's definitely a win. I don't think anybody on this panel right now is going to put that down as a zero. And speaking of the panel, I did have a little side section here for our brother Diamond Dave, who's not able to join us. He's very busy up until the month of, I think, like maybe mid next month. So we'll have him in future episodes, of course. Uh, the Outriders originally just he and my, he and I, but right now Dave is super busy, so we miss you, Dave. I uh, hope you're able to watch this sometime soon. We did have Gary um, Dewitt uh, on here saying hello to us. That is Foster's dad. Foster going to be um, on the bench against uh, Namibia tomorrow. So hope uh, those boys have the best of luck. But let's get right into it here. The first game of the season, just like last season, was Nola away. Uh, Bozo and I went to the watch party, which was a blast there. Um, I th- was that in Quincy? No, that was in downtown Boston. Yeah. Speaking of way too early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We showed up like an hour beforehand and the, and the people at the, th- had no idea that like what was going on, like the bartenders, they were just like, these guys, there was nobody else there. It was wild. Yeah. It was funny. The place was eventually good. was packed for the record, but we yes, just, again, way yeah. too early, like way too early. Way and too I was early, like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious though good times we, we caught him off guard so that first game away at the gold mine i have that chalked out as a w i think nola will be better this year but i like our chances in our first game just like last year might be a little bit closer than last year with nola's improvement uh under you know a second year head coach uh what do you think bozo for that one yeah um I think we can get the W, although I would not be surprised if we stumbled out of the gate away at NOLA. They've had a lot of strong signings. And, you know, again, all, all joking aside, 16 and 0 is a hilarious prediction. I don't I think that the league is there's too there was too much parity last year. I think there's going to be even more this year. I think it's going to be super competitive. I think that um NOLA has made some strong moves. I think that they're sick and tired of being uh third and fourth place yes. in the East. I think yep. that they're they've made some serious moves to come at first. Um, but luckily for us, like away first game of the season, it's, 
you know, hey, we want a W always, but to drop the first game wouldn't be the end of the world to me. I, I see that as a coin flip, honestly, because both teams are going to be, you know, coming out of the blocks, get you know, trying the new combinations, all the new players. So really, anything can happen. But for graphic reasons, we're putting that down as a oh, yeah. for you. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we're good, good, good. Dan from Quincy, what you got? Yeah. Um, also, mark me down for a W. Um, I do think New Orleans has made improvements. Mm-hmm. Um, our team is a lot different. So, we don't, you know, if it was the Free Jacks from last year playing them, I would I would say 100% I'm putting all my money on a win. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, like Bozo said, it's a little more up in the air. We, we're not sure what we're going to get. People are going to be filling each other out still. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It's 1,300 miles from here. Um, but give me a W. I love that. Um, I will say with the next one coming up here, this was at San Diego, a long way to travel, brand new stadium for them. I'm not sure if that's the home opener for them or not, but those fans are going to be jacked being that in that brand new stadium there in uh, San Diego. We'll see how well they can fill that thing. I think it's the uh, the collegiate football team's stadium there. Um, but I, I will say this. If you guys recall, TK and, and the, 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 the coaching staff last year basically took those first three games, I believe, and kind of considered that a part of the offseason. Because, again, in MLR, a lot of these teams don't really have a true offseason. I think last year we played D.C. indoors in like a scrimmage. So it, there's not a lot of um, – you know, true competition that takes place in the uh, the actual offseason. So, you know, they consider these games just kind of like a feeling out phase. I think the Free Jacks do drop this game against San Diego. It's a long way to travel and still the Free Jacks preseason, if you will. So I've got that down as the first loss of the season for the Free Jacks. Bozo, what you got? Yeah, it's actually, uh, I just looked it up. It's their second. They're they're opening up okay. two at home. Um, yeah, I, I, the other thing too is I don't uh, look up the stats for this one. Maybe I should have, but I didn't want to go too deep on the analysis right. on this. But I'm pretty sure the Free Jacks do not travel well out West. Uh, lost to Giltinis, I mm-hmm. think, a couple seasons ago. I mean, not that it has any bearing on this season, but it's a tough cross-country trip. It's the three-hour time difference. It's still early in the season. Yep everybody's still going to be getting their legs and it's an extreme weather change. So these guys are going to go from freezing and I know they practice indoors and their pros Mm -hmm. and and everything else like that. I just think that this one might be a little bit of a stretch too far, but you never know. I mean, wilder things have happened, but yeah, I I don't think we're, I think we start one and one. Okay. Dan, what you got? Yeah. The, out of all 16 games, this was my hardest one. Uh, I swear I'm still staring at it on my little list. Everything else is penned in, and this one's in pencil. <laughs> um, unlike Bozo, I did do go way too deep on, on the dive. Uh, you know, Phil, if you've got time, I've got, you know, I've got mileage. I've got how many days in between matches. I've got it's, what days of the week. Yeah. I've got, I've got crazy stuff. I ranked all the teams based on last year, which, of course, might not even mean much. Uh-huh. But this one was the toughest one by far. Um, I also said, I said an L at the end. I think, okay. you know, it, we have to travel 1,300 miles to get to New Orleans. And then from there, it's another 1,600 miles to get to San, Di- uh, to get to San Diego. Uh yeah, I'm going to say an L. I think we're going to be one and one. The undefeated season over in week two for all of the panelists here. Um, yeah, I think that's just uh, too much of a mountain to climb. I would be pleasantly surprised if they win that game. You yeah. know, last year, it kind of sure. reminds yeah, it, it, it kind of reminds me of like that Austin game, right? Where long travel, Free Jacks present this uh, B-side roster and then go down there and whoop their ass. And, and the Austin fans would slack jawed the entire game and could not believe what they were seeing. Um 
So the next one up is DC at home. I, I feel like Austin fans are still like that right now. <laughs> Without a team. Uh, I kind of feel bad for him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who's Austin? I forgot about him already. <laughs> Steve Austin, the $6 million man. Yeah, 316. Cold Let's Steve go. Austin. That's the that's the Steve Austin that I know. That man has uh, a nice haircut. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like mine, as a matter of fact. Uh, moving right along here, storming right along here, I wanted to bring up week three, the home opener for the Free Jacks against the lowly Old Glory DC, the uh, color scheme thieves that they are. Um, I believe this one's going to be, you know, obviously the first festival that we have for the Free Jacks. Fort Quincy's going to be rocking. I'm sure that they're going to go with the um, St. Patrick's Day theme. This is a W in my mind. Uh, it, I'll, I'll go ahead and spoil it right now. I've got a W for every single home game for the Free Jacks, you know, so I just wanted to throw that out there. W all the way around for me uh, for every single home game. So uh, what you got, Bozo? Yeah, a W as well. I actually have slightly been paying attention to DC. I pay attention to most of the Eastern teams. And unless they're coming through late here with a slew of signings, I didn't, you know, they've had a lot of returning guys and they don't, I don't think they had bad players. I think they just had a tumultuous season uh, last year and it just yeah. didn't really click for them. And and that, those things happen. But you know what? The last, the, the last match, I mean, I hate to say this, but the last match played at Fort Quincy was an L to New York and, sure. or New Jersey, sorry. And I don't think that that, I think that the returning free Jacks players building the culture, everybody's going to be fired up. It's probably going to be really cold snowing or freezing rain. It's going to be, it's going to be probably pretty miserable conditions, but I don't, I don't think DC has it based on their current rosters. Now I think that DC are unfortunately for them are going to be Eastern conference bottom dwellers as well. So got a dub yeah. on that one. Solid. Yeah, what you got? I, I think it's a big home win to start off our homestand at Fort Quincy. Um, everything Bozo said, I agree with. Um, I feel like if you're just look, if you did a compilation of what Twitter has told us about team moves over the last however many months, I feel like I haven't seen anything from DC. There's no big announcements. There's no big anything. I think that's bad news for them. Um, they were one of, if not, yeah, I think they were the third worst team last year. And, if you look at how many days off we have in between matches, this is the second most we have off in between. So we have 13 full days between that Legion game and coming back to face DC nice. at Fort Quincy. That's great for us. It's 3 Love p.m. It. So there'll still be like, what, six minutes of daylight left? So <laughs> Exactly. Give me a win. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I feel good about that one for sure. So uh, a dub across the board for all the panelists here. The next one's an interesting one because I consider it a second home. Uh, this is uh, at New Jersey. Um, you know, who knows where they're going to play yet. I asked Scott a couple days ago, and, and it was a very short response as they don't know where they're playing. I think it sucks. still says TBD on the MLR site, right? Incredible, right? Wow. I, it sucks to be them, but then again, they are the defending the, uh, champions. So uh, good on them for that, I guess. But um, I think this is a dub. You know, I expect the uh, the expeditionary forces of the 1st Regiment to bring a ton of people to that game, whether it's in New Jersey or New York. We've done that consistently like last year. I expect it to be almost a home crowd type of atmosphere there, um, and I expect a win, and I think we will get a win on the road against our biggest rival. We got some payback coming to them big time, and the referee can't save them this time around. Hopefully we get the W. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I'm calling a W this time. And, you know, interestingly enough, last year when we played this with this side, you know, we went two and two and we won the matches down there and they won the matches up here. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I think that I kind of think that that pattern continues. Uh, and I also think that New York has a very strong side. So this will be early uh, title or Eastern Conference uh, title implications. I think it's always going to be these two sides. It's the way the league's kind of shaping up. Plus, uh, they copycatted our scheme there. Well, the whole league really has copycatted, but they've kind of seemed to move away from the the old blacks and more towards uh you know npc uh, yeah. yeah the npc invasion uh they've they've signed some pretty pretty big dudes um always forward heavy couple forwards in there so i think that they're going to be pretty mean i think it's going to be tight uh i think these two sides all year it's going to come down to the bounce of the ball but i say we see them probably three times home away and then eastern conference final so I guess this is the first time I'm splitting with y'all. Uh, we, of course, play New Jersey twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that home and away does make a big difference, even though they don't really have a home field advantage because they might be on Coney Island yeah. eating a hot dog when we're playing them. Sure. Um, but I, I felt like we're going to split. I felt like I have to give us our home game against them. So I'm putting mm-hmm. us in for an L. I do think it's going to be very close, like you said. Um I just, uh, I'm, you know, I sat there going, okay, well, like you said, I, I can't make it 16 and 0. So where are these losses going to come? I feel <laughs> right. like one to New Jersey in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, I think we can take that. I think we're two and two after four weeks. I, that's fair. I, I think our fan base is so good that nobody's going to be hitting the panic button after that either. No, absolutely not. Um, you know, I expect, you know, it's a long season and I don't expect any type of panic if we're two and two. I expect us to be three and one. But I mean, I think that's a fair take for sure. Going down there to New Jersey could be a difficult game. Again, you know, we like to talk a lot of shit about them, uh, but they are a well run organization. Their GM is probably one of the best in the league. And I hold TK at the highest, you know, uh, tier of that. But, um, Stephen Lewis is not far behind him at all. The next one up, I think we can all just go ahead and say that that's a W across the board. We don't really have to analyze this. Uh, hopefully Dallas will get better. Maybe they'll get a win or two this year, but I think it's a dub, bozo dub, right? And then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I do have it as a W, but I think Dallas are going to be a lot better this year. They they have brought in this massive Argentinian uh, contingent. I think their coach, some assistants, some players now too. They have sort of reached deep into Argentina and brought this massive, much like we've done with Canada, they've brought this huge chunk of players and Argentina, they are up on the rise. They've beaten teams they've never beaten before. I just think this is going to be a side that's a lot more confident. Um, They're going to have a different attitude. They're going to have a different culture. Um, I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. I just think Dallas Mm -hmm. is a joke this year. Yeah, I think this is a scare game. To be honest, like we get scared here and then we come away with a win and we're like, whoa. Yep. Yeah. Coming with too much yeah. confidence, maybe have to pull out one at the end. Yeah. I'm worried, but I think we got it. Fair enough. I mean, it's better for them to be a good competitive side than what we saw last year. I hope for the best for them. I hope they get better, but I expect this to be a win. And I think we can say that it will be a win. Uh, the next one up, a little tricky game here for sure on the road going to uh, Utah. I think there's a, a bit of a, um, we call that uh, the mile high type of uh, atmosphere, right? It's very, very high elevation. Um, I've got this down as an L. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, long road trip, good atmosphere there in Utah. I expected uh, an L in this game as an away game. What about you, Bozo? 
Yeah, I'm with you on this one. This is uh, definitely targeted. This one as a possible second loss in the season. I think Utah is tricky. I think that they have some of the best fans in the league. They have a good atmosphere out there. Uh, late March up up at elevation could get a little bit snowy, which will, you know, honestly, hey, the weather affects both teams. It's not like yeah. we're any strangers to snow or cold. Sure. But I just think these lengthy road trips, I think they hurt all teams. I don't think that we're, you know, something special where, it, you know, it's only the free jacks that it hurts. But, you know, if you're going to drop one, this would be the one. You only, you know, the only other possible time we could see them is in the MLR final. So, you know, I think they're talented. Uh, they've got some pretty good signings this, this off season and they're at home. So Damn, yeah. you guys are making such good arguments. It's making me question this, but I do have us <laughs> with a W here. Okay. It's a long way from Dallas. Like you just said, the weather's going to be completely different. We're on a six day rest instead of more than, you know, instead of a full week, it's a mm-hmm. night. It's our first Friday night. No, second Friday night game. Um, it's going to be a tall order, but I don't know why. I just have this gut feeling. I, f- I feel like we're, we've got the Warriors number somehow, and I think that's going to continue this year. Uh, fair enough. The next one up is we get an up-close-and-personal uh, viewing of the brand-new team, the Chicago Hounds, at home at Fort Quincy. I've got this down as a W. Uh, they have built a great squad. I mean, they, they're very fortunate. Dallas didn't get this opportunity, but with the two teams folding, they got the best, or some of the best players uh, from that draft. And if all they sign all those guys that team will be in contention, and and they were joking around in, in the um, the announcement. You don't really hear this too much from a expansion franchise talking about going to the championship game in the first year, you know. Uh, so I think that team, you know, Sam Harris, a great coach as we've seen in Austin, turned that thing around down there. I mean, some people would say with some uh, under the table uh, financing, but uh, you know, it is what oh, it he, is. He turned things all the way around, <laughs> but that's not the coach's fault. He ain't the finance the guy. Right. He's yeah, not yeah. asking about them. He, he, he is not asking them how much they get paid. Fair enough. Um, but I will say that that will be a win at home. Like I said, I, I've got us going undefeated at home. Fort Quincy should be a fortress. I expect it to be. I think teams should be intimidated when they show up there, and I hope it affects their performance all year long. I got that down as a W. Bozo, what about you? Yeah, the, unfortunately, I think we hit a two-game skid here, uh, especially if Chicago signs all those players. I think they're going to be real tough. I think mm-hmm. that they're going to come in there. We're going to be you know, one of the better teams in the league. Uh, we'll be a little bit wounded coming back from Utah. Um, yeah, I think that they can pull it out. Uh, unfortunately, I hate to, I, you hate to see it, but I just think that they're going to be a tough, tough team. I do not think that it's blowing smoke or hot air at all to, to put them in the championship contention. I think that they still might be a little bit, I mean, Hey, for the most part, all those guys have played together. They might not have too many combinations or continuity issues. You know, a lot of those guys came from Austin, played for Sam Harris. So, I mean, you know, it might be Austin 2.0. I mean, we did beat them last year, but I think that they'll be a strong side. And I think if we're losing, that's my only loss at home, I believe, for us. So I think they come in and knock us off. And unfortunately, true, Austin did really well in the playoffs last year. Oh, oh. wait. Oh, wait. Uh, so I think the the uh, the puppies are going to have a, a surprising start to the season. I think that energy and the the excitement of being a new franchise with some great players and a, and a, you know great staff. I think they're going to come out blazing. I'm glad we're not seeing them until week seven. I feel like that's going to be our advantage. We get eight days between the last game and that one. We're home in our home confines. A nice 3 p.m. Saturday game. Uh, give me my free jacks at home against the puppies. 
All right. The next one is on the road in Toronto. I was there at that game. It was absolutely miserable. The worst performance of the year, I think, by the Free Jacks last season. Um, and unfortunately, I think that curse continues on the road at Toronto. Maybe <laughs> I'm just um, I got a little bit of PTSD from that game, but I saw that on the schedule and I said, you know, I'm going to put mark this down as an L. Um, I don't think Toronto is going to be as good because, by the way, we took some of their good players that are uh, Canadian internationals, and maybe that will continue. Brian Ray saying that there's still some Canadian uh, players out there that could be, end up on the Free Jack, so that's encouraging. But I think for whatever reason, maybe it's just because I was there. I was the only Free Jack fan there, my girlfriend and I, and it was not a great performance. I got this down as an L. What about you, Bozo? I'm going to go with a dub here. I think, you know, I think we played them too late in the season last year. Uh, I know we didn't run out our full full strength side i know it was close and it was kind of an abysmal performance but any season's a really long grind uh this is like one of our shortest other than new jersey obviously it's a, a very short road trip yes. up there to toronto um but i think we get it done uh, i think the arrows are weakened again they haven't really um again unless they come out with a slew of signings i don't you know i haven't seen really they're going to be the same arrows. And I, I, quite frankly, I think we're a better free Jack side than, than last year, even with our key departures, I think mm -hmm. we're going to be even better this year. So, you know, I think we, we stomped their guts out and Canada South plants the red, white, and blue up there. Love it. And, yeah. Yeah. Give What's me a got? W2. Uh, we uh, obviously we play them twice and uh, I've got a Well, spoiler alert. I've got us penciled in for W for both of these, even the away game. Um, like you said, it's not that far to go. Um, I feel like we took so many Canadian players. They're going to want to go back there and make a point. Sure. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me free jacks away. I'm liking all of y'all's uh, logic on this. You know, I would change it if I can, but I can't. So I'm going to continue forward here. Can, uh, can, can I, uh, because that's the halfway mark. Can I interject yes. some of the useless stats that I discovered? Go right ahead. So the first half of the season, we're going to be in the air for 11,326 miles. It's a lot of time to be in the air. That's a lot of travel. Wow. Second half of the season, almost half of that, 6,500 miles. I think that makes a difference. And also, um, if you look at the rankings, the final rankings of the teams last year, and you sort of, like I did, nerdily uh, award them you know, a value for where they let, uh, ended up last year, first half of the season, we're facing a 38, and in the second half of the season, we're facing a 62. Um, the second half of our season is much more heavily loaded with good teams from last year. So obviously mm. things change, but uh, it's just interesting stuff for the halfway mark. Appreciate that. Next up is Atlanta. This is a home game against our, what do you call them, the deranged Southern Cousins, right, Boza? Yeah, our, dera <laughs> our deranged Southern Cousins. Uh, we're, actually, it's uh, the A. The A is coming oh, up. Uh, Rugby at Atlanta, uh, the Rattlers, whatever they want to Social media disaster. Yeah. Fire that And now guy. their stadium is called The Hole. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you Yikes, something, guys. I, I think we talked all the, a little bit about this, Bozo, in our Outriders chat recently. But, uh, you know, with the, with the, the new um, logo coming out and the name coming out for Chicago, it kind of got me thinking, and you were talking about this as well, like there's two, we had two really, really terrible names that were infamous throughout the world that are now gone, but there should be a target on the back for Rugby New York and Rugby ATL to change their names as quickly as possible. Your logos are garbage. Your team names are soulless. Get a real mascot, please. This is like a Tim Tebow at the podium moment. Like you're like, they are who we thought they were. Like this is like <laughs> an all time rant. I am loving this. Let's Thank go. You. 
I get them out of that. there. Get them out of there. Terrible. It's really a disgrace. I mean, I, I, you know, uh, Dan from Quincy, we've talked about this on your show. Like, it just needs to be where are you located? Who do you represent? Where is the geography that you're claiming? And then what is your spirit animal, whatever, Free Jack, yeah. you know, Warriors, it should be city wolves, and whatever that is. Thing, usually an animal. Yeah. yeah. Like that's yes. the way Chicago we did it in like it. two weeks, man. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we do have a guy without hounds. a college degree. You know what I mean? They probably asked like yeah. the janitor, like, hey, man, what do you think we should be? The hound sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Even if, uh, you know, even if it's as bad as the Orlando Magic, like, mm, like what mm-hmm. do those players say? I'm a magic. Like, but it's still <laughs> at least it's something, right? Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Come exactly. on, exactly. come on, ATL. You can be the peaches. We don't care. We love the but Orlando Magic is representative of like, isn't there like a Disney? Not Disney, but the, yeah, and the other stuff. No, it is. Like, yeah, yeah magic, how about... I mean? like, so I get it. At least, at least, however bad it is, at least they mm-hmm. have something associated with it. Make I mean, it Atlanta, plural, people. Welcome back to the A. I've never heard anyone call Atlanta the A, and I'm from New Hampshire. Get right. out of here. Yeah, garbage. <laughs> Yeah, they flirt around with the the uh, the rattlesnake imagery, and then it's like gone, and then it's back. Like, just commit to something, and let's throw it on the actual brand, please. And New York is a disgrace. I mean, I, I like the rooster thing, but that it was like the, it changed ownerships, and the new owners were like, "We don't understand this. It's not representative of who we are." Pick something and go with it. Your logo is garbage. Okay, Phil, you just called them New York. Did I? That yeah, that's how that upset happens. I am. Everybody knows who they are. They're New Jersey and they're fraud champions. All right, moving right along. Um, So we're talking about the second half of the season here. I've got a big W against Atlanta, Rugby Atlanta. Um, Feel good about it. I think they've, from what I've saw, you know, again, this is kind of like a gut reaction. It seems like they're losing more talented guys and they're bringing in, at least at this point, maybe they get more guys coming in. They were really late to the game with a player announcement, so we'll see how it is. Right now, I've got that as a W again. It's at home. I feel good about that. It's a fortress there. Bozo, what you got? Yeah, I got a win as well. Uh I think they're going to play us tough. Uh, I think this, like, you know, hey, when deranged cousins get, get down and brawl, I think it's always a tough game against them, but I think we'll win comfortably at home. Mm-hmm. I think the fans will be fired up. The weather should be get starting to be better around. What's the date on that? Uh, April 22nd. So yeah, the weather might be nice. It still might be terrible. Who knows? Um, but I think we get a win there pretty comfortably yeah. too. I've also got a, a W for us. Um, like you guys already said, it's not that far to Toronto. We'll be back. We got a full week. Um, Atlanta were really strong last year. It's, it's fun to rag on them for their crappy brand identity. But that doesn't make them a bad team. Um, I, I foresee a close one, but uh, give me another win at home. All right. The next one up here is, and by the way, this is my longest winning streak of the season for the Free Jacks, uh, starting with Atlanta. The next one up is the New Jersey Asterix or the New York Fraudulent Champions, whatever you want to call them this year. I've got a big W once again. Like I said, um, you know, unbeaten at home. I'm continuing with that theme. Again, our biggest rival in the East, they are legit. They're talented. But I feel like we've we've got their number this year just because payback is needed and it will be achieved. Bozo, what you got? Yeah, this one's another win for me, but I think this one's a, a close win. I, I, again, I think New York is very dangerous. They've they've put a lot of signings, and for us, when we play when we play this side, I really feel like it's going to be a coin flip. I think the difference is is number one, we have way better fans. Number mm. two, we have a way better atmosphere. It's not a morgue. Like I think that. I think, I mean, players feed off of that. So like, Hey, it's a short bus trip. I think that's another thing. Like just a quick side note. I mean, 
uh, Dave, you're, you've been talking about like the amount of miles we travel. This one's a short trip in terms of mileage, but they take a bus, man. I don't think that mm-hmm. they fly. Maybe they change that this year. Great when point. you take, you know what I mean? Like it's so a New York's probably doing the same thing. Bus rides suck, you know, especially coming North, you're going to get stuck in traffic. I 95 lining sucks. up for that $1 bolt bus deal. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> our, mega know, bus. Our, yeah. <laughs> but our guys are going to be coming out fresh, you know what I mean? And they're going to be feeding off, off the fans, getting ru- getting rowdy. So I think we take a win here. Dan from Quincy. Uh, I've got a win for us here too. Um, uh, this, you know, it's funny. You, Phil, you said this, you see our longest win streak being at four. I do, yeah, that made me look and I, I realized I've got a nine game winning streak that we're kind of in the middle of right now. Um, I already gave New Jersey that away game. So I'm mm-hmm. taking this home game. Um, another, a nice Sunday game. We got eight days off before we have to see them. Um, we'll know them from that first game. Uh, their fans will be out of it because they'll actually get some beer in them for the first time. So they'll be kind of messed up and, uh, won't be able to root effectively. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Um, I'm counting these wins. I've got five, uh, the longest win streak here, five. The next one is against DC at DC, but by the way, they don't play in DC. They don't play anywhere near DC. It's someplace called Leesburg, Virginia. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Um, they don't really have much of a fan atmosphere to speak of. And I think D.C., once again, even though they will improve this year, will be bottom of the barrel in the Eastern Conference. I've got that as a win once again. Bozo, what you got? Yeah, too easy. This one's a win. It doesn't matter at home away. We could play them. We could play them on Mars. We could play them on Pluto. We could play them on the moon. We could play them in the ocean. We could play them in Australia. We could play them at Twickenham. I don't care. Jack's by 90. Love it. This is starting to sound like a Dr. Seuss thing. Oh, yes. I have a big win for us in this one, too. Uh, This is the longest time off between games we've got. We have a full two weeks before this one. Nice early 1.30 kickoff uh, at Fort Quincy on a Sunday. That's, you know, that's great. That's the time when we used to watching the Patriots. And uh, I've got a big win against D.C. So if we get two weeks of preparation against D.C., Jack's by 90 for sure on that one. All right, next up is NOLA at home. I've got a W on this one as well. We're going to sweep NOLA. I think we're going to sweep a lot of teams this year. Again, I expect our Free Jacks to be almost, you know, as well as they were last year in terms of team performance. There's a big question mark with the 10 position, of course. We'll have to see how that shakes out. But I feel like we have enough gas in the tank to beat NOLA um at home as well again you know undefeated at home it's my theme this year uh what do you got bozo yeah i think we win as well the only thing that really kind of cheeses me off i don't mind opening the season against nolan not to to revisit things but they always kind of get to play us in nice conditions like Mm -hmm. it kind of sucks like being up here because we don't get to you know just those those early time slots that we play in the cold weather and nola gets here you know what is it it's uh may yeah, May 21st. So it's like, it's like for them, that's a break. They're like, man, they're getting out of the humid, hot, right. stanky South and they get to come out. And, oh, it's pleasant 75 up here in New England. It's like, forget you guys, Nola, gold. We'll just stomp their ass anyway, just to display. Yeah. yeah. It's a win, though. A win for me. Yeah. Yeah. I have another home win as well. Uh, okay. uh, I, th- I think we just. We're going to have their number this year. They just weren't, they weren't good enough last year. Um, I think uh, Fort Quincy is going to be rocking by this mm-hmm. time too, because yeah. you know, good weather. Yep. G- the weather's going to be, be getting better. What we started in the last 
season or two, like the people walking by hearing the festival atmosphere that Ollie started, like it's becoming a thing and like there's mm -hmm. traffic there. It's going to be riotous and we're going to win. Love it. Uh, next up is Toronto at home. I've got a W here. Um, you know, I, I'm splitting the series against Toronto, um, but I feel like, you know, at home again, it's it's the fort. It's a fortress. Fill the fort. Hashtag whatever you want to call it. Jack's by 90 on this one. What you got, Bozo? Yeah, two game homestand. I think this is our second one of the season. Yeah, because we have Atlanta and then New Jersey and then Nolan yes. and then yeah, so the so second little mini homestand here. Uh, I like us to win again. Again, I just don't think that Toronto, they haven't shown any major signings. And because they haven't changed the structure of their team and where they finished last year, I think it's easy to call them as like above DC. Fair you enough. Know, they're like DC plus, but still not good <laughs> enough to be us. Like, that's it, you know? Love it. So. Couldn't agree more. I still I do have us for a win against Toronto. Um, here's my worry. You already mentioned we only get two, you know, two home games in a row this season. Both are in the second mm -hmm. half of the season. But so so this one starts that or, or finishes that. But the last four games represent competition that are higher than any other time. Like, there's no four harder games in a row anywhere in our schedule than the final four games of this season. We get this home one against Toronto. I do think we're going to win. We have to go away twice before coming back home to finish it mm -hmm. off. But those four teams, Toronto, Atlanta, Seattle, Houston, that is a murderer's row if compared to any four game block anywhere else on our schedule. So it's a little, little worrying, but uh, definitely give me a, give me a W for the free Jacks. All right. Um, coming up next, we're going down to Atlanta in the humidity. Um, I've, you know, when I did this very quickly, again, a gut reaction, way too early predictions, whatever you want to call it. I, I wanted to put either this one or the next one as a loss away. I went ahead and put this one as a loss away, and I'll explain that here in a little bit. But I do have uh, – I wanted one more loss on the schedule somewhere towards the end there, and I'm picking it against Atlanta. Maybe we'll try it out a B-side and lose by three. I mean, who knows what's going to happen at that point in the season. But I did put it down as a loss, just have that kind of feeling, and I'm hoping it's not the next one. Again, I'll explain that momentarily. Bozo, what you got? Yeah, this one I definitely had as a loss. I still think that Atlanta is tough. Uh, I can speak from personal experience. The state of Georgia is absolutely hellacious in the summer. I do not know how those people lived before air conditioning or did any types of work outside. Uh, I just spent my time generally walking around. And like if I was like literally crushing a liquid IV in every canteen, like you're not supposed to drink a bunch of those, but I was sweating so much mm -hmm. that I had, I think only... Probably, as far as I know, I think it's only uh, Iron Man Mitch Wilson because for a couple reasons. One, he's an Aussie, and two, he yep. went to life. So he's maybe his body kind of like remembers. But other than our boy Triple Nickel, Miss Mitch Wilson, like mm -hmm. I think the team's going to be suffering hard, and Atlanta's yeah. going to be used to those conditions. And so just they'll have us, and they're at home, so they give a slight edge to the A. <laughs> so we're going to have a, a loss to the Rattlers. Ugh, vomit inducing. What you got, Dave? Oh, it's yeah. Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same for me. Um, oh, and by the way, thank you for mentioning Mitch Wilson. Come on, Mitch. Tomorrow is the Hell day. Yeah. Let's go. He's been Let's go. phenomenal. Uh, anyway, um, we had to face Atlanta at Fort Quincy in week nine, and then we're going to have to face them in week 14 in Atlanta. It's going to be hellishly hot. We're on short rest. It's only six days. Um, 
I have this starting a two-game losing streak for us. Mm, okay. The road in the ATL. In the A. Dan, Dan, is, Dan, is this an evening game? I just noticed it's on Friday. So is it this is an Friday evening Friday at 7 p.m. Yeah, guess what? We're not getting a respite from the heat. It's still god-awful down there. Oh, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Sure in is. August, I, I know August is not June, but I remember walking out of my hotel in August, and it was 101 at like 5 in the morning. It's awful. Yeah, it, it's terrible down there. Um, next up is going to be Seattle away. I put this as a win, and I'm only doing that because it's, it's an away trip that I'm seriously considering making, and I don't want to go all that way to see our Free Jacks lose that game. Uh, Seattle, very talented, obviously, um, you know, finished second place, uh, losing in the finals uh, to those, those, uh, those, those, uh, whatever they are, uh, <laughs> New Jersey um, in the finals there. Talented team, great fan base. Great atmosphere for a game, uh, a hell of a wait, you know, a long, long away game there. A lot, a lot of miles that would be clocked on the bodies. It's the at, at the end of the season as well. But I'm just hoping that the Free Jacks can pull that out somehow. Bozo, what do you got? Uh, unfortunately, I think we hit a two-game skid here. It's a very long road trip. You've got the second best fans in the league. You've got mm -hmm. a one and one A in terms of atmosphere. If you want to put us number one or them number one, uh, yep. that really jazzes them up. Um, and I think the West is tough. And I think that this is just, uh, my feeling, uh, but I feel like we will probably have a playoff game or a playoff berth secured, whereas they might be still fighting for one. And so they might have a little bit more, more yeah, we, we more need this and we can't, yeah. yeah and they're not going to drop it at home. And I know that sucks for a two game skid, but just like Dan was saying, you know, we're on a short turnaround the week before. It doesn't really matter the turnaround for this one. We got to fly. This is the farthest I think we can possibly travel. Sounds uh, about so right. Yeah. It's brutal. I think the coffee cup goes back to the Starbucks boys out there in <laughs> Seattle. Oh my gosh. I love America the, still the runs trophies. on don'ts, though. I love the trophies being exchanged and the the, tro the trophies being created for tradition and stuff like that, but they don't promote it enough. That has to be something that changes because that's a cool concept. We both everybody laughed when you said that, but uh, what you got, Dan? Uh, the good news is we have nine days off in between. We're going from a Friday to a Sunday. Hmm. The bad news is it's twenty one hundred and eighty two miles from Atlanta to a completely different area, completely different weather, completely different time zone, a team that's going to be really good. Broccoli guy, you know, is going to be in the house, yeah. you know, waving those broccoli wands. Our boy. Mm -hmm. Our body clocks are going to think it's 1030 at night when that game kicks off. Um, I have, like we said, our second loss in a row. All right. Uh, looking a little bit gloomy here for the two-game losing streak for you guys, uh, putting that in there. But the next one is at home against Houston. Obviously, a very, very good Houston team improving, um, you know, under uh, South African leadership nowadays uh, in the coaching ranks there. I do have this as a W, but I think it could be uh, like a coin flip situation. It's the last game of the regular season for the Jacks. It is at home. Like I said, Fortress at home, uh, undefeated at home is what I'm going with all season long. So that's a W for me. Bozo, what you got? Yeah, it's a W for me as well. I think that they're a really tough and well-coached side. I've paid attention to their signings as well. They've added a couple of 
couple of good good players. Um, but we're we're at home and um, currently, I think if I remember correctly, my win loss of I that would with this win it would make us eleven and five. And yes. I think that the difference. I think that we're going to have a lot to play for as well because I think that this might make the difference in the seedings for us, whether we're like one or two or something like that. Um, so I I really think that that coupled with the fact that it's it this could possibly be depending on the seedings the last home game mm-hmm. i think the boys will come out and get it done it's a tough uh we we only have 6 days off in between it's so it's technically a short week um it's a weird time we're kicking off at 5 on saturday which i don't think we do at any other time mm-hmm. during the season like you said houston's really good the thundercats are always you know have been they surprised me all year last year and i think they're going to continue thundercats <laughs> but i think we're going to make those thundercats our hoe and uh, get a nice w for quincy's going to be way too rocking for anyone to beat us that day it's uh, the 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 noise level maybe we'll have painted over the lines that aren't supposed to be there by then so let's hope give One me a hope. final episode uh, final game win for us at home from your lips to God's ears, we're looking at a 12 and four for myself win loss record. Bozo just misses his 11 and five, and Dan from Quincy that is 12 and four for you as well. Yep. We're on the same track here with everybody. We'd love to get Dave's input on this. Hopefully, he'll send us over his win loss, and we'll create an excellent looking graphic. Well, it won't look, it won't look excellent, but it'll be there because uh, I'll be making it. Uh, but yeah, so I just wanted to get that out of the way. You know, final thoughts about this in terms of the record you know for me 12 and 4 undefeated at home you know you you drop a game against uh, Toronto which is doesn't look great but that's kind of mid-season you lose to San Diego that's a hell of a road trip uh Atlanta you drop one very good uh, Eastern Conference rival uh, away from home and where's the other one here um da, 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 Utah I mean obviously uh, travel is crazy uh great atmosphere there so the losses are excusable except for that Toronto one. And, you know, in my opinion, we'll probably easily make the playoffs with that uh, only four losses. And we'll probably have that first round by secured. Fingers crossed on that. Bozo, your final thoughts of your um, predictions? Yeah, I mean, just along the same line, San Diego and Utah, tough away trips. I think Chicago's just going to be a surprise. I don't think it's going to be a surprise. I think they're going to be a good team. So dropping mm-hmm. at home to them is going to suck, but I think that they're a good team. So when you get beat by good teams, you really can't complain. I think that the weather could really hurt us down in Atlanta playing in, in the South in June is going to stink. And then going as far as possible <laughs> to go play a match in Seattle um, re- really stinks. And I, I think that their crowd is, is going to be rocking. Um, and then, you know, 11 and five, you know, we could be wrong on the win loss, but I think 11 and five is good too, because last year, I, you know, if we're being honest, we won some games, we probably shouldn't. Um, we yeah. lost some games. We probably shouldn't 13 and three was an excellent record. And rugby is just one of those games, man, the bounce of the ball, the flick of the pass. I, I've said it multiple times in the show, mm-hmm. you know, if it just doesn't go your way and you miss, you can, you can take a bad beat. Um, yeah. Or you can, or you can give a bad beating, you know, and, th- and the floodgates can open. So I think 11 and five is a solid record. It could be number one. It could be number two for us. Um, but I think that we're solidly in the playoffs. Um, I know you didn't ask this, but I think it goes us, Chicago, New York as one, two, three in the East. That's just my preseason take. I think it's three teams, right? With a play auto seed to the final. I haven't thought about this uh, other than – I mean, I've thought about it prior to the announcement of Chicago, but are we for sure that they're going to be in the Eastern Conference this year? Is that confirmed? Do we know? Oh, they might – no, no, they're not. They're well, not via our schedule. I'm sorry. 
So it would be us, us, New York, uh, then Atlanta. Sorry. Oh yeah, by yeah, virtue of us playing them once, they they can't. Yeah, the there you no, go. There was, yeah, there was. Nailed it. Yep, great job. Dang it! There, I dang. just feel like Chicago, man. The basketball thing had me. The yeah, Bulls, yeah. And doubles, <laughs> doubles, double bears. Well, so so uh, the, no, the East hasn't changed. It's us, us, New Jersey, and Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, I mean that that's probably I mean historically, right? I mean the past couple of years we've we've always we've been in the mix, right, for all of those uh that that one, two, three combination there. Dan from Quincy, what are your final thoughts? So the first half of the season, we have only three home games and five away games. That's a little rough. We have a, a team whose face has changed a lot. There's gonna be a lot of new pieces trying to figure out how to work together. But you know what? We have the best coaching staff, the best overall staff in the league mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to find ways to get us to click before things actually kick off. Um, I think I have so much confidence in our organization that I think those changes aren't going to make a big, as big a deal as they would for a lesser organization, frankly. Sure. Um, I like my 12 and four pick. If it's 11 and five, I won't be shocked. Right. If it's 10 and six, that would fall into the realm of disappointment for me. It was not going to stop me showing up, not going to stop me rooting, but, sure, yeah. uh, but I think that would be uh, a disappointing season. Would you go, uh, do you think they'll get into the playoffs uh, with a 10 and six record? You guys? I don't. Yeah. I think 10 and six might be able to do it. Um, it just, it really depends. Cause again, I, I think it's going to be tough. You know, it's going to be tough out there. You know, and I think it the is. East is the better conference again, because Nola yeah. seems pretty stacked. You know, I actually, I went with Atlanta because I'm still thinking last season. That third spot might very well be Noah, and they could be number two as well. It, it really depends on on how our away and home go against them and, and how they go against New Jersey. Well, the difference so. between the 12 and 4 and 10 and 6 is those two wins going to other people too. So mm. that, that's yeah. kind of my worry is that that's going to mean somebody else's record is, is pushing us out. Sure. Yeah, that's All true. Right. Guys, that wraps up our way too early predictions. Uh, we did want to have one more little mini segment here to discuss the dream away trip. And I will tell you uh, that I have looked at every single um, price point out there for every single away trip. Uh, I got on my Expedia app as soon as the schedule was announced and was going through each city to see you know, what would be the price point to go here, to go there. Um, I will let you know that I did not include New Jersey in this since it's really another home game for us as far as I'm concerned. We will obviously have a huge contingent of expeditionary forces uh, at the away games for New Jersey, uh, the away game with, uh, at New Jersey. But I wanted to mention, I even looked at D.C. and I asked Caitlin if she wanted to go to D.C. And she said, I'm not an eighth grader and I'm not a p- politician. So, no. So that one's off the board there for sure. Um, I think for me, it comes down to two places, right? I've never been to either one did of these places. Did you tell places. her it's nowhere near DC? <laughs> I did not say, I did not mention that. Uh, but I, I think we would have to stay in DC and then drive two hours to go see the game just because what else are you going to look at? A bunch of, you know, cow pastures? I don't think so. That's not much of a trip. Um, so for me, it came down to two places, Utah which I've never been to. Heard it's beautiful. It looks amazing. Uh, Salt Lake City, also kind of like a s- sneaky, hip place. You wouldn't expect it to be, but apparently it is. And the other one is Seattle. Never been to the West Coast. Never seen the Pacific Ocean. Never been to Seattle. None of that. Uh, and obviously, Seattle, for me, gets the edge uh, because of the amazing fan base that they have there. Rucky, broccoli guy, Matt the Ball exchange guy. Really passionate and very nice people. Uh, the stadium at- the atmosphere is supposed to be epic, uh, second only to Fort Quincy. I really want to experience that. 
Um, so yeah, the dream away trip for me this season is looking like it's going to be Seattle. It's not inexpensive to go there. It is very expensive. Unfortunately, I'll be, you know, part of that is the air travel. Um, and I'm not a big f- fan of flying, to be honest with you. That's going to be a, a hellacious trip. So I'm going to have to be knocked out, I think, the entire time. But for me, I think Seattle um, takes the cake. What about you, Bozo? Yeah, you know, uh, this one was, uh, I am a history guy. Um, I'm not really into politics, but I do love this country and I love this nation. So I'm definitely going to go to DC. I'm going to see all the sites and and check it out. And then, you know what, to be quite honest, I'm not going to go to the game. I'm just going to stay in Washington, D.C. and watch in a pub. And <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Not a bad idea, actually. I'm not just kidding. It's idea. not D.C. Get out of here. I'm definitely – if I if I had a dream away, I could never take this much time away from my family that my wife would never let me spend the money to get to go out there. But I agree with you, man. Seattle, it has to be. It has to be just because as much as we talk crap on the show and we're the best and everyone else stinks and all this other stuff, I've heard so much about mean, the atmosphere. Mean speak the facts. Yes, well, yes, that's right. We, we say so many facts on the show, but to truly get to the heart of the facts, I need to go out there and I need, I would need to experience that fan mm. experience that, that atmosphere out there at Starfire stadium to truly know if Fort Quincy really is as good as we think it is. Uh, I think it is, but that would, that would, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. That would be my dream trip for sure. Dan from uh, Quincy. Well, Phil, I think you might be the first human in existence who's ever used the words Salt Lake City and hip in the same sentence. So that was I'm telling surprising. you, man, apparently it's it's like a really hip place. Now, they have something out there because I don't think they drink a lot of alcohol and they don't drink a lot of coffee there because of the Mormon thing. They have like soda places that you can go to, like soda bars. That's pretty trippy. It'll probably it'll probably feel like a Twilight Zone visit. But yeah, there's there's like counterculture there because of the the, the religious you know extremism and whatnot. So I, I've heard it is a hit place. Oh, extremism! Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> Yikes. It's, counter, it's counterculture because you sit at the counter waiting for oh your soda. Oh god! Oh, get oh, out of here with those dad jokes. Sorry, <laughs> man. I mean, oh. Seattle. I would like to go at some point, but frankly, we get enough precipitation here. I don't need to go if I'm going to spend a whole bunch of money. I don't need to go someplace that's going to piss rain on me the whole time. Um, there's yeah. a Starbucks down the street for me. I'm not missing hey. that. Um, it'll, I would like to see Broccoli Guy, but come on, man. San Diego is on the list. San Diego yep. is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's always nice there no matter what. Yep. Give me San Diego as my dream trip any day. I think it's like forever 75 degrees there. That's exactly. pretty nice. Not bad, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that would be a good one too. Um, I think that one for me is like number three. And I also have New Orleans as maybe number four. But, you know, my top two was um, Utah and Seattle. But I think uh, San Diego is a good shout for sure. That is a hell of a trip as well, though. Good Lord, you're going across the country and coming back. That's going to be some serious, serious um, jet lag. But uh, I didn't yeah. mention one thing for Seattle. Mm-hmm coffee man not just yeah forget about starbucks but they've got to have some really nice coffee shops out there so i probably find josh larson lurking if you went out there a couple of days earlier or a day earlier or whatever you know what i mean if i'm going on a rugby trip it's not coffee i'm in search of (laughs) that's fair yeah you can always bring a little extra with you there you go there you go little irish coffee for yourself um what was i gonna say the Jimi hendrix uh, statue is there i'd love to get a photo with that but um, that's a good shout for sure. All right, boys, that about wraps her up for this Outrider segment here. You can almost feel it, right? We're getting close to the start of the season. We're in the pre-preseason, as I like to call it. So, yeah, everybody out there, hang in there. We've got one word for you in three, two, one. 
Huzzah! Huzzah! All right, Rangers, tell us how we did. Send us an email at jacksrangershow at gmail.com. Make sure you're continuing to interact with us on social media to get our engagement numbers up. And I did notice on our Facebook page, there is a rating system one through five, and we don't have any reviews yet, so I would appreciate a five-star review from everybody listening to this. Thank you very much. I did want to give a quick shout-out to our boy in Seattle, Matt Courtright. He is a great representation of the awesomeness that is the rugby community in the United States. Matt, we'll be seeing you real soon up there in the Pacific Northwest. We will have one more episode coming out before the end of November. Really excited about that one. From there, in the month of December, we're going to get started talking to the rivals of the Free Jacks. We did uh, some announcements a couple months back in regards to the correspondence that we're going to have on the show soon, talking about the preseason for their teams. we got quite a few folks that are really big names, to be honest, in the United States rugby scene there. John Fitzpatrick is our correspondent in D.C. He does the Rugby Morning newsletter. Rob the Hammer Hammerschmidt is the correspondent for New Orleans. He is, of course, uh, partnered up with Scott the Big Guy Ferrara, and they do the Rugby Ramp podcast. Scott the Big Guy Ferrara is, of course, our New Jersey Asterix correspondent that will be joining us in the month of December. And also, we do have Tammy McQueen, who works for Rugby ATL, is the Atlanta correspondent. So we'll be talking to all of them in regards to the uh, the arrivals and the departures of their teams, how they think their team is going to shake out. For the entire season and also against the Free Jacks. All that kind of stuff and more will be discussed in the month of December in our Rivals episodes. Appreciate everybody out there, the Rangers riding along with us as we continue to trot along here in the offseason. We are really, really close to getting started with the preseason. That, that is very exciting because the Free Jacks should have a very good team this year again coming up in 2023. With that being said, we're going to ride off into the sunset here. Just wanted to say a couple things. One of them is go Free Jacks and huzzah, let's ride. Woo!